how are you today? I'm coming to you from Chenggu, Bali again. I guess I've been here for four days. I'm actually very much a slow traveler. I prefer to go to a place and stay there for, you know, two to four weeks, settle in, get the lay of the land, really put down my roots before I move on again. But the way this trip has kind of panned out is I'm going much faster than I usually would. So yeah, LA for a month, that was great. I <laughs> put down some roots, um, you know, got a little settled. Then I came to Bali. I was planning on actually just staying in Ubud the whole time. But as I shared in uh, a previous episode, the energy of Ubud was heavy for me. And someone actually said, as I was sharing this experience, they said to me, oh, you didn't know that about Ubud? You didn't know that that's like the place where all the stuff comes up? And I was like, no, <laughs> I didn't know at all. And of course, there is a time and a place for that. You know, if you're wanting to do some deep, deep, deep healing work and to dig up, you know, the shadows, the the, the stuff underneath, it feels to me like Ubud is an amazing place to go. But make sure that that's what you're looking for if you're having a trip there and go with that intention so that you can really make space for and sit with those things as they come up so that you can allow them to process and move through and out. And of course, you may have been to Ubud or you may have a trip to Ubud where it doesn't feel that way to you and the energy actually feels completely different, you know, very uplifting or whatever it is for you because we are all so different and we all have different astrology in different places and all of these things. So don't let me taint that for you. Just know that it can be a common occurrence in Ubud to have all this stuff come up. But anyway, I decided it was time for me to move on from Ubud. The way it happened was I've started working with an amazing business coach, mentor, human being named Emily Banks. I've actually been following her on Instagram for years, like I don't know, maybe five years or something. And I've just always really admired her energy and her spirit and everything that she shares and puts out there. And recently we connected. I reached out to see if I could book a business mentoring session with her and we decided to do a trade. So I gave her a tarot reading and it just felt like such an incredible fit. I'm so inspired by her. And I decided to bring her on as my mentor to help me transform Soul and Sky and bring some of these offerings that are calling me into the world. So of course, I'll be sharing more about that in the coming weeks and months. But Emily and I decided to do a photo shoot in Oluwatu. She's an amazing makeup artist, hairstylist, stylist, and photographer, and just overall magician. <laughs> she creates such incredible visual magic. So I can't wait to share those photos. But so I found myself in Oluwatu for a weekend, which was really fun. We had a beautiful dinner on a cliff looking out over the ocean and during the dinner I looked up at the sky and I was like what is that there was a crescent moon and a really bright star right next to the moon in a way that I'd never seen and I said to Emily what is that have you seen it because she's also really into astrology she was like wow I have no idea so we sat there captivated and spellbound wondering what is this astronomical phenomenon and I actually called a waitress over and I said, look at that. Do you know what that is? And she was kind of stopped in her tracks too. And she said, wow, no, I haven't seen that before. That's, that's amazing. And, and she said, maybe it's Venus. 
And I thought, yeah, it totally could be Venus because often Venus is the star that first comes up in the sky, right? It's that one that you can kind of see at dusk often that's really bright. Anyway, didn't think too much of it. And then a few days later, I, I suddenly remembered it and I decided to Google Venus and the moon. And a couple of news articles came up around this whole Venus-Moon conjunction, which I had no idea about. But anyway, so Emily and I got to watch that from this incredible restaurant on a clifftop in Uluwatu. From there, I really felt the difference in the energy of Uluwatu and Ubud. And I felt like it probably wasn't the time for me to spend the rest of my trip in Ubud. So I decided to book an Airbnb in Chenggu. I went back to Ubud for a day to pack up my stuff. And crazily enough, while I was there, same thing, all the, all the heaviness came up and this time I kind of sat with it with with a different awareness and I really allowed myself to process some of the things that were there but then it felt so great to to move to Chenggu so now I'm here until Sunday and then I'm going to fly to Melbourne to spend some time with my mum which I'm so excited about and I've been so enjoying getting into this rhythm into this routine in Chenggu for sure, it's busy. A lot of people hate Chenggu because it's so noisy. I mean, there's a lot of motorbike traffic, so much hustle and bustle and stuff going on. Actually, the driver who drove me from Ubud, he was kind of rolling his eyes. He was like, Chenggu, like he hated it. But I really, really love it, actually. I've been learning more about human design, and I'm not a human design reader, but it's been really helpful for me to learn about my own energy type and my own strategy. So I'm a 4-6 manifesting generator and my environments in human design is internal markets. So a part of that is that I love to have access to lots of amazing tastes. So it makes sense that I would want to be in Chenggu where there are all these amazing cafes and restaurants. There's so much to choose from. When I don't feel that I have that many food options, I get a little kind of antsy and it really makes me happy to have access to a lot of things. Yeah, and Chenggu is great. I've just been walking around at, at sunset. I'll go down to the beach and sit on the sand, watch the sun go down and just really feeling productive and enjoying a beautiful creative flow here. Going back to my human design, my strategy is to respond. So my understanding of that is to expose myself to lots of different options and then respond according to what feels like a yes or as they say in human design, uh-huh. So I've really been planning my days that way or not really planning my days where I'll have a whole list of things to do, like maybe 10 things that I want to get through in the day. But instead of just going into uh, a robotic mode and starting to check them off the list, I've really been doing this whole sacral response thing where I'll look at the list and only start doing the thing that actually lights me up, that feels exciting to me. And I'm finding that if I start with the thing that feels exciting, very quickly I get in this flow and then I'll go to the next thing that feels exciting. And I'm kind of in this momentum. And before I know it, I've checked most or all things off my list for the day. And I'm finding this is such a beautiful way of doing it. In the past, I've pushed myself, forced myself, you know, sat myself down to do things or actually first avoided doing things and then eventually sat myself down to do them. And now I'm finding this is a whole different way of approaching discipline, 
Discipline actually doesn't even feel like the right word. I've been hearing people lately, especially Jenna Zoe, the human design extraordinaire, talk about devotion instead of discipline. And that's feeling amazing to me. It just changes my whole outlook on tasks and doing them. And I've just been so enjoying this process of starting with the joyful one and just moving to the next joyful one. And then then there's that momentum and I am getting so much done. So this may not work for everyone. We each have our unique, different way of doing things and different ways that work for us. Certainly in human design, everyone has their different strategies. If you feel like looking more into that, you definitely could. But yeah, try it on. Does that feel exciting to you to have a a list of stuff and then just start doing the most joyful one first and see if that works, whatever your human design is. If that feels good to you and exciting and aligned to you, give it a go. Well, I've had a very beautiful, productive morning and I'm feeling like now it's probably time for a little nap, a little lie down, maybe a little meditation, and then we'll see what the rest of the day brings. I'm definitely feeling called to head back on down to the beach for the sunset, which for me is always a really special, rejuvenating time. Sending you lots of love wherever you are, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.